the bacon, breathe out the bacon. In bacon, out bacon. Time for bacon. Find delicious satisfaction with the Double Western Bacon Cheeseburger. Only at Carl's Jr. Feed your happy. Available to participate in Carl's Jr. restaurants. Price and participation may vary. Yes, sir, Amos, that music say good health to all from Rexall. The Amos and Andy Show, written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier, and Bob Ross, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Roy Glenn, Sarah Selby, Elvia Allman, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites... Freeman Gosden and Charles Correll. Amos and Andy. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Freeman Gosden. I'd like to tell you about another fine Rexall product, Anapac. My partner and I make it a practice to keep Anapac in our own home, especially this time of the year when colds are so prevalent. We found that there is nothing quite as effective as Anapac to give quick relief from those annoying cold symptoms and also for that sick all-over feeling that usually goes along with the cold. That's because Anapac contains antihistamine together with time-tested pain relievers. So the next time you feel one of those annoying colds coming on, we suggest that you do as we do. Start taking Rexall's Anapac. You'll find the directions right on the bottle. That's Anapac, A-N-A-P-A-C. It's at Rexall drugstores everywhere. Well, Andrew H. Brown is engaged again. How did it happen? Well, it started about two weeks ago. It was a lovely Sunday here in New York, and Andrew H. Brown decided to take a bus ride to visit some friends uptown. He got on the bus at the corner of 124th Street and Lenox Avenue. And as the bus started up, the driver said... Uh, Deposit ten cents, please. Uh, do this bus go up as far as... Uh, uh, could you tell me... Uh, could I... Could you... Uh, hello? <laughs> Would you kindly move to the rear of the bus? No, I'm going to sit right here. You know something? You is really pretty. You is about the only bus driver I ever see that didn't need a shave. Move to the rear of the bus, please. And when the bus got to 134th Street, Andy was still trying to break the ice. Would you please move to the rear of the bus? You is really sweet. You know something? When you cut off that taxi cab back there, there was a expression on your face that reminded me of my mother. Move to the rear of the bus, please. And then the bus rolled on and on and on. Please move to the rear of the bus. You know, you is so sweet and graceful, I could sit here all day and just watch you shift the gears. <laughs> that you've ridden with me up and back to the Grand Concourse six times this afternoon? Yeah. I ain't going to study with a gal before without being engaged. Move to the rear of the bus, please. Well, I finally moved to the rear of the bus. 
yes, but I don't think we should sit back here much longer. <laughs> the supervisor might come by. Well, uh, now that we are holding hands like this, uh, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Andrew H. Brown, Esquire. But my friends just call me Andy. Oh, how do you do, Andy? My name is Susan Bennett. Susan Bennett. Say, that's a pretty name. I'll bet a cute little gal like you has got a million boyfriends already, huh? No, not exactly. I'm new around here, you see. I haven't had a chance to make any friends. I guess I'm sort of a babe in the woods. Babe in the woods. Honey, shake hands with an old forest ranger. Well, that afternoon bus ride with Susan was the start of a beautiful romance. It's now two weeks later, and Andy is up in his room making the official announcement to the kingfish. Yeah, Kingfish, me and Susan is official engaged. We has decided to take the futile step. Well, it's a sad thing, Andy, but I guess we all have to go sometime. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute here, Kingfish. This is different. This Susan is a beautiful young gal. Well, of course she is, Andy, but let me explain to you what happens with marriage. Mm-hmm. It's like going to a nursery and getting a potted plant in full bloom. You give this potted plant tender care and attention. Through the years, you feed it, nurse it, and watch it grow. But then, Andy, time and the aphus gets to it. <laughs> and you wakes up one morning to find out that you were stuck with nothing but an old pot. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Listen, Kingfish, I is marrying a gal. I ain't walking down the aisle with no petunia. <laughs> oh, no, now, Andy, I was speaking figuratively there. Just drawing what they call an allergy to the thing, you see. Yeah, uh, what's all that junk you got spread out on your bed there, boy? What's oh, that? yeah, this. Uh, these are all old momentums of my bachelorhood days. Now that I'm getting married, I'm going to burn them all up. Mm, you sure got a pile of souvenirs there, Andy. Oh, an old yeah. press rose, a couple of ribbons, a lace handkerchief. Oh, yeah. Different gals give me all that stuff. Mm, uh, notice a hat pin there, Andy. Some gal give you that? Well, in a way she did. She jabbed me a minute one night in the hallway. Hey, you got a lot of pictures there, too. Uh, look up. Say, who is this goofy-looking guy here sitting on the beach with that old scarecrow? Let me see. Kingfish, that's you and Sapphire. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what we ever saw in each other. Well, I'm getting rid of all this stuff. From here on in, I as a one-woman man. Well, Andy, I gotta admire you for it, boy. You've been a lover, boy, but that's all over with now. Andy, I want you to know that from the bottom of my heart, I was happy to know that you was at long last found the right girl. Well, thank you, Kingfish. I appreciate that. Yes, Andy, I tell you, after being married to Sapphire for 22 years, I has found out that the only thing that makes marriage worthwhile for a man is love, understanding, and affection. It is, huh? Yeah. I sure wish I could get a little love around my place. <laughs> Certainly happy to see my dear friend Andy getting married. To a nice gal, too. After all, him and me has been the greatest... Uh, 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 come in. Uh, how do you do? I'm looking for George Kingfish Stevens. George Stevens? He ain't no trouble, is he? No. Well, I is George Stevens. Uh... Oh, good. <laughs> Mr. Stevens, I'll get right down to the facts. No. I happen to be the father of Susan Bennett. I understand your friend Andy Brown intends to marry her. Yeah, that's right. Well, frankly, I don't think Brown is the man for my daughter. 
But the more I try to influence her, the more determined she is. So I'm willing to pay you $100 to break up the marriage. Now, wait a minute. You was asking me to betray my best friend for $100. Is you asking me to come between him and the gal he loves? Is you asking me to do a thing so low and underhanded? Is that 100 in cash? <laughs> yes, it is. Payable as soon as you break up the marriage. You got yourself a deal. You know, mister, you was really lucky you come to me. I don't know another one of Andy's dear friends that would have double-crossed him any cheaper. I tell you... Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist speaking to you for the 10,000 independent druggists who have made the word Rexall part of our own store names. We've done that because we recommend and sell the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. Like Rexall aspirin, for example. When swallowed with water, the five full grains of pure aspirin in every Rexall tablet are ready to go to work for you even before they reach your stomach. Yes, there's no faster-acting aspirin made. Proof again, you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. leg of lamb is particularly delicious tonight, ain't it, Mama? Just perfect, daughter. Just perfect. Best-looking leg I ever seen in this family. <laughs> what was that, George? Oh, nothing, honey, nothing. I just told myself, yeah. George, you've hardly touched your food. Is something wrong? No, no, just uh, something on my mind. A business deal come up today, and I'm trying to figure it out. Say, George, I hear around that Andy Brown and got himself engaged. Yeah, that's right. What, he get engaged to a pool table? <laughs> 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 you both as funny as an elephant with sinus trouble. <laughs> no, no, Mama. He's engaged to some girl named Susan Bennett. Bennett? Bennett? Seems I heard that name someplace before. I guess it couldn't be the same one, though. Oh, she's such a lovely looking girl. I can't imagine why she'd be attracted to an old man like Andrew H. Brown. Well, age is a big advantage, you know. After all, in the market, it's always the ripest melon that draws the most flies. (laughs) Nice girl. Got her own job, too. Drives a bus. Hmm. Going for a working girl. I always thought a lazy loafer like Andy Brown would hold out for some rich woman so he could sponge off of her for the rest of his life. Yeah, well, I guess he would. uh, But uh, an heiress don't pop up uh, everywhere, you know. They ask a fellow to marry her. They, they, uh, say, wait a minute, sir. How you like that? I just give myself an idea here. Honey, what was the name of that gal that lived in the downstairs apartment here? You know, the one that used to work in the circus? You mean Lola Fontaine? Yeah, uh, I think I got a little job for her. But, George, she was a bareback rider. Well, one animal is like another, and if Andy can handle a horse, he ought to be able to have no trouble with a stupid ox I got in mind here. Well, if this little idea with Lulu works, I shouldn't have no trouble breaking up Andy's engagement and making myself a hundred bucks richer. Oh, come in, brother Andy, come in. Just sitting here around the office here, not thinking of a thing. Hi, Kingfish. Well, I've just been riding up and down Riverside Drive talking with my financier. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking something here. It ain't going to be right for people to see the wife of Andrew H. Brown driving a bus. Well, I uh, agree with you there, Andy. Yeah, so after we're married... 
I'm going to see if I can't get her transferred inside to the grease pit. <laughs> Ain't no sense in having her disgrace you. Nah. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I know that you was noticing how tired I looked this morning, and I know you was just dying to know where I was last night. I is, huh? Oh, trying to drag it out of me, huh? <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to break down and tell you, seeing that you were so curious. Mm. I was out last night at a big society party. Society party? Who throwed the thing, Kingsley? Oh, some society gal that me and Sapphire met up with. Her name is Lulu Fontaine. We run into her in the lobby over at the First National Bank. Mm. She's a wealthy, rich woman who is also loaded with money. <laughs> and she gave a big party, huh? Yeah, just as big as any affairs ever give by Ally Coon, uh, any of those fellas. Uh, yeah, she's uh, served nothing but imported caviar. I must drank three full glasses of the stuff there. <laughs> no fool. Oh, I was guzzling, yeah. Yeah, she had eight or nine featsmen uh, standing around stuffing pimentos and olives there. Yeah, sounds like she really be loaded with money. Loaded? Why, when we first saw her at the bank, she was wearing two fur coats. Mm-hmm. She had a mink coat over the chinchilla to keep it from getting dirty. <laughs> well, I tell you, Andy, for a single unmarried woman looking for a husband, she's really a prize. Of course, you wouldn't be interested in her now that you was engaged, would you? Of course not. Me interested in another woman just because she got money? Huh. 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 Where'd she live? Take it easy, Andy. You was engaged. Calm down, boy. You're going on point there like a bird dog. Yeah, go on, Andy. You can't. Say, look out the window there, boy. What? Well, ain't this a coincidence? Coming across the street there. It's the rich Lulu Fontaine. I was just talking about her. Yeah, she must be going to pay a social call somewhere. That's the rich gal, huh? Look at the heels of her shoes there. They show is wore down, ain't they? Well, now, wait a minute, Andy. She had a maid that way. You see, she is a little knock-kneed, so by wearing the heels wore down on the outside... That springs her knees out a little bit and gives a clue. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait a minute, Andy. I'll tell her to come on in here. I'll uh, like to have you meet her, Andy. Oh, Miss Fontaine. Uh, uh, Lulu. Hey. Come on in here. Yeah, come on in. I'd like to have you meet a friend of mine. Uh, Andy, I'd like to have you meet the rich and cultured Miss Fontaine. How do you do? My, what a charming, good-looking man. <laughs> well, I feel like I've seen you someplace before. Have I seen you in the movies? Uh, see? No, I don't think so. Uh, I usually stay home at night and watch television. Oh, uh, Miss Fontaine, I noticed that you ain't wearing none of your big diamonds and ruby jewelry that you usually have on. You ain't jingle-jangling as loud as usual. Well, I've got to do a lot of rushing around today, and I'm traveling light. <laughs> well, uh, make yourself comfortable. Uh, let me help you off with your genuine mink coat, Miss Fontaine. Oh, don't bother. Say, Kingfish, could I see you over here a minute? Uh, why, certainly. Uh, excuse us, Miss Fontaine. Certainly. Uh, what is it, then? Kingfish, did you say that was a mink coat? Certainly is mink. As fine as you can get, genuine wild mink. Yeah, I figured they was wild, all right. <laughs> Look at that. Some of them minks has been in some tough fights, ain't they? <laughs> yeah, I guess they have. That one on her elbow must have had a fight with the Indian. He'd been scalped. <laughs> Come on, let's go back here. 
be to Mr. Brown that Mr. Stevens was telling me about. And may I say that you is even more polished and charming than I expected. Oh, I as a dog. <laughs> well, I've got to be running along now. I'm uh, drawing a few thousand dollars out of the bank. I'd ask you to come with me, Mr. Brown, but I understand another woman already has you in her clutch. Yeah, but keep talking. I think her clutch is slipping. <laughs> My telephone number is Lehigh 5690. Oh, oh. Oh, goodbye, you handsome thing. Oh, I just can't resist pinching you on your little old jowl there. Itchy-kitchy-coo. Yeah. Itchy-kitchy-coo to you, too. Hmm. Lehigh 56900. Oh, oh. Wow. Well, Emmy, I can see from the way your eyes is popping out that you were thinking along the right line. The gal got real class, ain't you? See the way she strutted out here? Yeah, I like everything about her. I even like the sound of her knees knocking together. <laughs> but wait a minute, though, Kingfish. I is engaged to Susan. Now, what was I going to tell her? How was I going to break the engagement with her? Well, there's only one way to do it, Anna. Tell her that you're doing it for her own good. Let me see here. I got it. Tell her something simple. Tell her that you was a gangster and a criminal, and it ain't fair for you to marry her, even though you love her. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, Kingfish. I got a date with her at 8 tonight, and long about half past 8, I'm going to break the engagement and tell her that I ain't never going to see her no more. Yeah, well, that's fine, Andy, but uh, if you're going up there at 8, why is you waiting until half past 8 to tell her? Well, I thought I might get in a little smooching first. <laughs> You're eating a lot better this evening. Yeah, well, I was happy as a log, honey. Happy as a log. I put over big deal today, big deal. Say, a good cup of coffee I got here. Mm. Huh. Oh, by the way, Sapphire, it's been bothering me all day, and I just remembered who that Susan Bennett was. Oh, you did, Mama? Mm-hmm. A society girl. Her father is Thomas J. Bennett, the millionaire, and she's got $100,000 in her own name. Why, George, you spilled that hot coffee all over yourself. Well, what's a couple of third-degree burns at a time like this? <laughs> Mama, what you mean a society girl, though? What was you doing driving a bus? Well, the way I heard it, she's one of them modern girls. She decided that all the men in her set was trying to marry her for money, so she left home and got this job driving the bus to try and find real, true love. Holy mackerel, holy mackerel. George, why is you carrying on like this? What's wrong with you? I done made a terrible mistake. I done stabbed myself in the back. Why didn't I know she was an heiress? I tell you, there ought to be a law that when a fella tells a gal he loves her right then and there, she ought to declare her assets. I'm telling you. Now, here's your Rexall family druggist. Today, all across the country, there's a word that's fast becoming a synonym for multivitamins. Yes, and I know what it is, plenamins. Right. But do you know why? Of course I do. Plenamins are the Rexall multivitamin capsules that give you 11 important vitamins, including red vitamin B12, plus the nutritional extras of liver concentrate and iron. Why, you must take plenamins yourself. Naturally. And are they convenient? The daily dosage is foil-wrapped and individually sealed. You just tear it off, and the guaranteed potency of all the rest stays completely protected. 
And you want to know something else? Lady, when you talk like this, I could listen all evening. You can take Plenamins for only pennies per day. Need I say more, friends? Why don't you switch to Plenamins? That's P-L-E-N-A-M-I-N-S. Plenamins. At Rexall Drugstores everywhere. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, me and it don't answer. It's quarter past eight. He must be up with Susan right now, breaking off the engagement. Her papa's worth almost a million, too. No wonder he didn't want her to marry a deadbeat like Andy. I don't know what no... Oh, how are you, Calhoun? Come in. Oh, what's wrong with you, Kingfish? You really look sad. I ain't seen a face that long since my father got run over by a steamroller. <laughs> Calhoun, I'm glad you come in. I got to talk to somebody quick. I messed myself up and I is the end of my rope. I did the stupidest thing I ever did. This time I'm going to throw in the sponge. I really going to give up. Give up? Kingfish, don't ever take that attitude. You can't never give up. Why, did I give up politics just because they throwed me over the party? Did I give up politics because I never made no money at it? Did I give up politics just because no one ever voted for me? No, I did not. That's why the bummer I is today. <laughs> well, uh, here's my situation here. Andy got herself engaged to a gal. And the gal's father offered me $100 to break up the marriage, so I did. Well, that's natural. Yeah, but I has just discovered that the gal is an heiress. And if Andy marries her, think of the position I'd be to move in on his money. Yeah! You ought to be able to drain that boy like a crankcase. <laughs> uh, too late, though, Calhoun... And is up at the gal's apartment right now telling the gal that he is a criminal and breaking off the engagement. Tell me, what can I do? Well, now, wait a minute. Maybe you could bust in up there and tell her that Andy was breaking off the engagement for a noble reason. Tell her Andy done found out she got money and he's too fine and noble a character to marry a gal with money. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll rush up there right now. Yeah, I gotta be going, too, huh? I gotta get my glasses fixed. Oh, having trouble with your glasses, huh? I'll say I is. The other day, I seen a barber pole and went into place and asked for a shave and a haircut, and the manager of the bakery throwed me out. Well, what about the barber pole? It turned out to be a skinny gal in a striped sweater. So, there's the story, Susan. I is really a hardened criminal. Andy, you a criminal? I just can't believe it. You've always been so sweet. Well, you see, Susan, I has got two personalities. I as a regular Dr. Jerkel and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> no, Susan, it's like I say. It'd never work out. Oh, I come to say farewell and goodbye. Well, Andy, if that's the way... Oh, I'll see who it is. Why, it's your friend, Mr. Stevens. Oh, uh, excuse me, uh, Susan. Andy, boy, I can't let you do it. Do what, Gangface? Break off the marriage just because you know that Susan here ain't really a bus driver, but it's actually a society gal who has got $100,000 in her own name, cash. I knows that. What do you do, stupid? Uh, Miss Bennett, uh, Andy here made up that story about being a criminal, and for a very noble reason he made it up, too. What reason was that? Yeah, what reason was that, Gangface? <laughs> because, Andy, uh, you is too noble to marry a woman who has got money. But I can't let you do it, Andy. I know you love Susan, and she is the gal for you. Yeah, I see what you mean, Kingfish, but what about Lehigh 56900? <laughs> Wrong number. Oh. <laughs> oh, Andy, Mr. Stevens is right.
Why, you're wonderful for feeling that way. But we can't let my money stand in the way of our marriage. Well, okay, honey, I'll marry you. It's just that I has always felt that marriage can't be a success where the wife has got a lot of money. Ain't that what I felt, Kingfish? You have said it a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Andy, we'll be married. This is all so wonderful. Let's not wait any longer. Uh, yeah, uh, get married right away. You know, as I only hope, Susan, that you can be worthy of a man like Andy with his fine ideals. Yeah. And you know, honey, even though I hate your money, I'll be as kind to it as if it was my own. <laughs> Well, that's right, Amos. The wedding is going to go ahead tomorrow. Yeah, well, uh, Andy, this is the most on-again, off-again thing I'd have never heard of in my life. Uh, well, Amos, I tell you, you know how Andy is. Uh, he decided to call it off. He's the fickle type. Then he heard about the money, and... Well, I tell you, Amos, there's something about $100,000 that'll unfickle a man in a hurry. <laughs> well, I put on a wonderful act, Amos. Me saying I was so noble I couldn't marry a woman with money. Ha! <laughs> Ah, ah. Well, you know, I kind of feel sorry for Susan. She sounds like a pretty wonderful gal. A gal that would take a job driving a bus just so she could find real love. I don't think you're doing right by this gal, Andy. You don't love her. Listen, Amos, with $100,000 involved, it don't pay to be fussy. Yeah, you just keep out of this, Amos. Our gravy boat has come in and we are slapping around in the giblets. of you to ride with me tonight, my last night on the bus. Yes, Susan, honey. If it wasn't for this bus, I would never have met you. This is a wonderful bus company. Oh, just think, Andy, we'll be married tomorrow, and I know we're going to be happy. Oh, yeah, and I know we're going to be happy, too. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I know we're going to be double happy because we're both starting from scratch. Uh, what you mean, from scratch? Well, Andy, honey, after what you told me, I couldn't bear to see you unhappy. So to make sure our marriage is a success, today I gave every nickel away. Stop the bus. Let me out. I'm going to sue the bus. This is Harlow Wilcox, reminding you to be sure to watch for Rexall's full-page ad in next week's issues of Life, Look, Collier's, The Post, and Country Gentleman. It's crammed full of specials featured all during November at Rexall drugstores everywhere. Here are just a few quick examples. Cleanso facial tissues, big 300-sheet box, only 24 cents. 50 high-style Christmas cards in exclusive designs, only 98 cents. Maxi chocolate-covered cherries, regular 89-cent pound box, now only 59 cents. Remember, this bargain-filled ad appears in next week's issues of Life, Look, Collier's, The Saturday Evening Post, and Country Gentlemen. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to visit your friendly Rexall drugstore. And don't forget your community chest. Thank you and good night. See you next Sunday. Men, if shaving's your worst daily chore, this tip from Wilcox, don't ignore. Stag Brushless Shave Cream starts your day the faster, cooler, no-scrape way. Stag needs no rub-in, smooths right on, wilts those whiskers while you yawn. Stays moist longer, costs no more, and sold at every Rexall store. Stag Brushless Shave Cream. 
Be sure to be with us next Sunday at the same time when your Rexall druggist will again present The Amos and Andy Show. Tune in early, folks, on Sunday and hear my friend Irma, our Miss Brooks, the Jack Benny Show, and now following us, the Edgar Bergen Charlie McCarthy Show over most of these same stations. Yes, sir, Sunday is Fun Day on CBS. This is the CBS Radio Network.